Roll them. Ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and all seasons at Tabletop Studio, it's the Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode is Important Health Information from a Real Expert. Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Would you please settle down and be on your best behavior? Oh, yes. And I'll grit my teeth all the way. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Undiluted Truth. I am Ben, and let's give a warm welcome to our host, Mike. How are you doing this afternoon, sir? Hey, fantastic, Ben, and it is getting better. That is wonderful. I'm doing well this afternoon. Very good. Looking forward to the show. Yes, and the information is getting better. That's what I'm Mm. really excited about here. That's wonderful. Well, if you did see the... See... Uh, well, not if you, yet. If Sorry. you did see the last ap- <laughs> if you did see the are. last episode, I want to know how. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're doing yeah, better than please, me. Anyway. Please share with us how you did see that. Uh, <laughs> That's a good miracles one. never cease, Ben. This is true. They do Ooh, not. Boy, uh, <laughs> but if you listen to the last episode, you mm-hmm. know that we uh, sort of gave you a little uh, drop of info that. Dr. Pierre Corey is going to be joining us today on the show through the highwire.com with Dale Bigtree. Wonderful. Great interview and some really good, important, uh, life-saving, but uh, health information, is, as you said in the episode title. So anyway, all right. welcome, all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers. We are glad to be here with you and for you today. Uh, we hope you are excited as we are and uh, getting into this. Uh, the, the last episode was, oh me, we used up a lot of duct tape on that last episode, mm. uh, yeah. listening to individuals that were full of faulty information for a long time now. And we are going to have some advice for you as we go through this today, and this sort of comes on the back end and really blends right into the last episode we had. So anyway, next up, uh, next voice you are going to hear as we get started is going to be Del Bigtree, and I think we're ready to go. Absolutely. We are not going to delay. Well, let's roll on, Ben. Here we go. Now, she said something else that I think is very important for today. We have Paxlovid. She said, if this thing is running through the South, it's too late for you to get the vaccine that won't really protect you anyway. Certainly won't stop infection. What you need right now is Paxlovid. This is- Okay, so I'm gonna pause it real quick. He just, he said, she, Mm -hmm. that's Dr. Deborah Burks. Just so our audience will know who she is, okay? So she is recommending this. This is the new hot drug out there for COVID. All right, we'll continue. 
drug they've all decided to get behind. I think twice about it. I mean, honestly, from the mouths of liars, now this is their miracle cure. Their previous miracle cure, which they actually knew wasn't a miracle, but they didn't tell you that. They told you it was a miracle. But now their new miracle cure is Paxlovid. It is such a miracle that they don't even want doctors involved. They don't want doctors getting in the way of you being able to get to it. Can you imagine if they'd have done this with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin for us? Hey, we don't need to get in the way. You make the decision for yourself. That's what they want to do with Paxlovid. You're like, wow, great. They've come a long way. Maybe they've grown up. Look at the headlines on this. Look how easy they're making. U.S. pharmacists receive permission from the FDA to prescribe Pfizer's COVID pills, known as Paxlovid. Oh, great. So I don't need a doctor. I can march right in. Hey, I got COVID. Everybody stand back. I'm about to get myself some Paxlovid. Is that a good idea? Oh, great. Now they're like loosening up the reins around this thing so I can treat myself. Yeah, only one problem. This thing's not nearly as safe as ivermectin, not nearly as safe as hydroxychloroquine. Why? Well, I'm going to let the guy that wrote an article about this tell you. Pierre Corey is trying to save you right now. This was his op-ed, my op-ed on the insane Paxlovid distribution program. Now, remember, this is a guy that wants drugs out there for you. He's been fighting for multiple drugs for us all to be able to use in order to protect ourselves. So why does he have a problem with Paxlovid? It's my honor to be joined right now by one of the great crusaders, one of the greatest doctors of our time, not afraid to lose his license, not afraid to stand up for the truth, I'm joined now by Dr. Pierre Corey. Amen. Pierre, it's awesome Thanks, to see you, Bill. man. How you doing? Yeah, nice, nice introduction. I appreciate it. You bet. Well, Thanks. I mean it, man. I mean, we've watched you. We've watched you, steep, you know, speak before our Senate. You've put it all on the line. You have been traveling all over the country. You and I have run into each other on multiple stages trying to speak to the truth. Now, first of all, you're watching the same news I am. Can you believe the gall of these people basically admitting to us, writing books, bragging that they lied to us, that they lied to the president of the United States, that, you know, the, the things that they were doing out there... You know, what kind of world are we living in? And yet you, you're currently having an issue where there is, you know, investigations in your license for having told us the truth from the beginning. What is the yeah. state of medicine right now? Well, I, I think that point you made, uh, you know, once a liar, always a liar, right? And, and when I've been a student now of the pharmaceutical industry and the stuff that they've been, um, I didn't pay as much attention in my earlier career, but now it is so central to this pandemic and how it's being conducted. But if you look at the decade of lies by farmers to hide adverse effects of their products and to overinflate the efficacy of their products, it, it, it really is an endless stream of lies. And, and so you covered the stuff around the vaccines. And then, you know, Paxlovid really hits me um, sort of, I find that even more infuriating. As an early treatment expert who studied dozens of compounds that are effective, Literally, our country is getting behind a very expensive, novel, not very well-tested drug, which has a single mechanism, Dell, and it's the same mechanism that ivermectin has, but ivermectin has many more, uh, you know, therapeutic mechanisms, and yet this is the drug that we're doing. And Well, t t and, let's talk know, about that for a second. Yeah. What, are, what are the mechanisms? What is the mechanism compared to so, what is it that ivermectin could do? So it, it inhibits a protease that is important for the viral virus to replicate. But that's essentially the only mechanism. Ivermectin has numerous anti-inflammatory as well as other antiviral properties that, that, that interrupt the replication. So for instance- I'm just gonna pause it real quick right there. He just said yeah. antiviral properties. There are many out there that are talking about, still talking about this drug, Ivermectin, being horse dewormer and that it is not an antiviral. It is. 
It is an antiviral. It's it's it it works very well as an antiviral. It's got antiviral properties. So okay. that's a major fact that that our listeners need to know because there are so many that that are basically spreading news that comes from Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci and the likes that is just false. Yeah, I, and and here's a guy that was touting this drug from the very beginning. Yeah, I, I heard him say anti-inflammatory. I I missed the other, but yeah. Yeah, anti-inflammatory, antiviral, and many other properties. But I'll let him continue. Mm. But I, I just wanted to highlight that because nice. that's extremely important here. Yeah. Ivermectin is one of the most tightly binding drugs to the spike protein. So it can't enter the cell. It becomes harder to transmit uh, when you rid yourself of the virus quickly. The time to viral clearance in numerous studies has been shown to be reduced with ivermectin. So it would limit transition. And it, it's highly effective in COVID. I mean, we have 88 control trials, 39 randomized control trials. And when you summarize the data, it shows it's one of the most effective medicines in any disease model. But yet we're subjected to lies around ivermectin, calling it a horse dewormer. And, and, and we know why they do it. It's why we're talking about this, Dell. It's because they always wanted to keep the market o- open for their novel, high-profit, uh, pricey Paxlova uh, pill. And, 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 the and the challenge yes. is not only the cost and the billions that the government has given the you know Pfizer for this pill, but this is not an easy-to-use pill. I mean, Biden gave a press conference yesterday. He called it easy-to-use, and he even exulted, you don't even have to see a doctor to get it. This drug... You know about this drug. It has 120 important interactions with other medicines, 120 other medicines that it interacts with, approximately 75 you cannot even give it concurrently, and then another 29 you have to adjust the dose. I, in my career, have never used a medicine with this many interactions or, or requirements for dose adjustments. Never. And number wow. two, Adele, I think this goes without saying, I've never used Paxlovid. I never plan to use Paxlovid. I'm an expert at treating COVID. All of my patients get through fine. I know how to treat it. I use combinations of repurposed drugs. This is unnecessary. So let me just, let me just because I know sometimes wow. we can tend to as viewers sort of just sit back and go, well, it really sounds bad. I think this is important for everyone out there because, you know, we still, we are still seeing new strains in, in you know, we've got um, Omicron B4, B5, you know, out there. And so when we think about that, there are those of you that are going to be infected. You're watching this show right now and you're going to ask yourself, what do I do? Paxlovid is going to be the easy one to get to, right? You can run right to your pharmacist. But how many of you want you to think right now? Now, if you are taking any other drugs, then you have some mm-hmm. deep doctor-like research to do for yourself. In a world where they're telling you, don't be a Dr. Google, they are forcing you to be a Dr. Google because they just took your doctor out of the equation to take a product that, that reacts. And what we mean by reaction, Pierre, right, is it can be yep. a dangerous, if not deadly reaction between two drugs that you may be taking, uh, you know, with the Paxlovid and, and mm-hmm. that drug. So very... Very yeah. good stuff right there because he said 120. It interacts with 120 drugs. Yeah, I thought he said 128, but still. Okay, it's way, yeah, it's maybe said over way, 120. It's still yeah, way high. Yeah, so yeah, so think about that. Your chances of maybe ha- taking another drug, and you're going to run to let's just say. CVS or Walgreens and get a test and they go, well, hey, man, you don't need to go to the doctor. We got your Paxlovid right here. You know, t- take right. this. Go ahead. Yeah. And and you're going to pop that thing in and, well, wait a minute. 
before you do that, you might want to see how it's going to react with that drug, this drug. I mean, it, I mean, let's face it. There's people that take blood pressure medicine, mm-hmm. you know, cholesterol medicine. Oh yeah, you know, anxiety medicine. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a lot of different. I mean, whether it's you know, I, I take medicine because I get I, I migraines. I mean, who knows? This thing could have adverse, serious adverse events on you, and th- just think about the statement: you don't even need to to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. This is almost as if they want to bring yeah. adverse yeah. effects on people well yeah i mean and don't miss the fact that they've said it a couple of times and i i think uh dr Corey is going to get into it uh, as far as how much this thing cost right now yeah somebody's paying for it they might it might be at the pharmacy free here take it free but guess what the federal government has paid paid big big bucks for this thing and of course Keep this in mind as we move along here. You might go, well, well, how many, uh, how many uh, dr- other drugs does ivermectin uh, uh, interact with? Right. They're going to get to that. Just, yeah. just listen. But so. I mean, but I mean, just going off the first thing that he said, right? I mean, just the mere fact that this drug has one mode of action, basically, from what he said, but interacts with uh, over a hundred right. different other drugs. And we don't know what those side effects are, but it interacts with that, right? Right. But you can get this over the counter. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Right. But ivermectin, which, you know, like he said, has multiple modes of action. Yes. That are good for you. Be- anti-inflammatory, a- antiviral. A- antiviral, All yeah. these different modes yeah. of action. Atta- attaches to the, to the spike right. protein. And, and yet is very safe. Yeah, um, it's been used for 50 years. I'm sure he might get into if it interacts with other drugs, but very safe right. from all their testing. Yes. And should be over the counter, kind of like Tylenol, because right. I think it's either that one or hydroxychloroquine that in other countries is over the counter. Yes. Because it's so safe. That's right. It's like, but yet you want to push this one and take ivermectin off the right. shelf and force you to either get a prescription or whatever they're trying to do That's with that right. one, you know, put people in jail for using it or whatever. Right. It's like, yeah. You don't want people. Well, I mean, well, apparently not. And just know who's pushing this. And you, the same you don't people. want people well, and you want money. That's really, well, all that, is. that's really it yeah. right there. All right. Follow the money. Let's continue on here with Dr. Corey, uh, Pierre Corey. So where does someone get that information? Like, how do they even protect themselves? You know, that's essentially the mission of my organization, right? So we're a nonprofit that has since the beginning sought to try to disseminate pragmatic, evidence-based, expertise-based treatment protocols. And so on our website, we have a number of protocols for prevention, early treatment, hospital phase, and now we're really focused on helping all the vaccine injured and the long haulers. And so if you go to flccc.net, you have access to protocols. As a public service, we've tried to put lists of telehealth providers, many of them see patients across 50 states that, that do early treatment and know and have a lot of experience using these very safe, very cheap repurposed drugs that are highly effective. And so that's kind of our mission, Dell, is we, we try to give agency to citizens to protect themselves from what we know is regulatory capture and lies. 
I mean, they will lie to put profits ahead of patients' health. They've been doing this for decades. It's how that business operates. And we're trying to stand up for people just like you are. So there's 120 drugs that Paxlovid reacts with. Uh, for the viewers out there, what are going to be some of the issues, the physical health issues they might have that if they're, you know, not really thinking about what they're taking, what would be the people that should be looking at that there's a really good chance you're taking a drug that could, could react? Yeah. Well, of those 120, it spans 25 different classes of medications. So, so for things like wow. uh, blood pressure, anxiety, depression, blood thinners, um, lots of immunosuppressive drugs. I mean, the, the list is really endless. And so the challenge is as a physician, if you were to decide to put someone on Paxlovid, you'd have to look at what other medicines they have and for what diseases and how severe are those diseases? What is the risk benefit profile of holding someone else's medicines for a disease which may require pretty you know, careful medical management to put them on Paxlovid? I mean, even President Biden, from what I understand, was taken off two of his medicines. Now, it was probably deemed that they weren't critical for the short time he was, he was uh, you know, treated, but for a pharmacist, to know the, the the history and the history of management and and uh, you know medical manipulate you know titrations that have been done with that patient they can't have that access and so I think that's a complicated enough drug it really should be prescribed by that patient's hopefully long standing relationship with a with a, with an internist or, or, or a physician I I just the, the proposal to have people show up at, at a pharmacy to test positive and get access to a very tricky drug. I just don't, it, it, it's just not pragmatic. It's not good medicine. It's not sound. And it's also unnecessary. I mean, they, they've suppressed the evidence of efficacy for numerous other safe agents. And in, in order right. to promote this uh, Pfizer's Paxlova drug. And, and Dell, the last thing is, if you look outside what I call the United States of Pharma, and you look at many countries that have employed early treatment strategies, and I've detailed this in a number of writings that I've done, but you look at cities in Brazil, you look at Uttar Pradesh, you look at Mexico City, so many uh, health ministries that weren't fully captured by the pharmaceutical industry deployed mass treatment strategies and prevention strategies with ivermectin with just astounding results. Hospitalizations plummeted, case rates plummeted, deaths plummeted. I mean, we know that works and that's only one of them. You mentioned hydroxychloroquine, you know, almost as robust evidence as ivermectin. And then you got fluvoxamine. I mean, there's dozens of, of repurposed drugs that we have identified that work. And how did we identify it? It's because doctors all around the world were trying to help their patients. And they were trying, they were selecting medicines that was available to them. They were comfortable with prescribing because they'd done it before. They knew the safety profiles and they knew some of the biological plausibility. And so as they, they were being doctors, patients, we started getting yep. lots and lots of data yep. of things that work, but that's not information that the average U.S. citizen is aware of. It's kept from them. It's it's from unrelenting censorship to further their financial goals. And and it's, I, I don't know how you do this all the time, Dell, because I've been at this two years and I, I'm just exhausted and it's yeah. infuriating and it's really depressing. <laughs> Yep. So true. Yep. I mean, we talk about you know the, the duct tape around the head, mm -hmm. and, and, and Doctor Pierre Coy nails it. He says, "Dell, I don't know how you do this every day. I've been doing this for two years, and and this is it's depressing. Uh huh. Because yep. what's so depressing? He's like, we are doctors being doctors, and the good stuff they're suppressing. They 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 either ban it or or." keep it away from you know from information important information outlets yeah. and and instead they they shift in a very expensive new drug from oh by the way Pfizer 
Yeah, yeah imagine go, that. Go, go figure. That it's a you know, it's a so-called vaccine company, mm-hmm. uh, and high dollar. So there you go. You've got risky care mm-hmm. for a lot of money. Makes no sense. And we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about what used to be the place in the entire world where you would get the best health care, and that's the United States of America. Mm. That's not happening anymore. And that's why here at The Undiluted Truth, we call it rock tumbling. You have got yep. to seek high and low for truth. And we are happy to be able to bring it to you. And, and boy, I tell you what, my hat's off to Dr. Briere Corey. He is he is a man, a man. He's a doctor. He's a real doctor, a real expert, and he wants to help people. Uh, that, you know, you got to love this guy. Yeah. And we'll continue. It's really upsetting. And you know, can I assume? I might have to assume people most likely will die because they're gonna get this drug, it's gonna interact, and there will just be another unexplained death, sudden adult death syndrome. Sad, you know, they were yeah. suffering from, you know, stress or heart disease, we're taking Medicaid, whatever the, the news article ends up being, but this isn't necessary. And just to be clear, how many, how many drugs, like you said, 120 drugs, 25 different classes of drugs, all have, can have bad reactions with Paxlovid. How many, when we look at ivermectin, how big is that list for ivermectin? <laughs> So if you talk about That's important drug reaction. reactions, yeah. it's, it's literally under five. Like really? important, where you probably wouldn't want it. One is, one is a, a blood thinner, which you don't use very much anymore. It's not as common. And then very rarely organ transplant patients. There's a couple of, uh, those are pretty much the only important ones where you really have to not combine. But okay. that's less than a handful, Dell. It's not right. 75. And, you know, we also been using wow. uh, ivermectin for 40 years, hydroxychloroquine right. for 60 years. And so, you know, there's so much familiarity and comfort with using that. Um, you know, the other thing that we, we have to mention is this rebound nonsense, which right. didn't come out of the trials. It came out in real world data, right? Suddenly they start treating everyone. They get sort of feeling better. And then boom, they start getting rebound. Even uh, Anthony Fauci had, had had rebound after his. Yeah. The only thing that no, I found no, surprising not about Anthony. is that he admitted it. But um, <laughs> right. I found that shocking. So he decided to tell the truth about that, but uh, you know he still peddles plenty of other lies that I've had to observe. Is, it, is there something more insidious going on here? In the one instance, you had doctors that were prescribing ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine early on, having real success, incredible testimonies. I was just talking with uh, Senator Ron Johnson uh, just the other day, the great panel you were part of. We were talking about Dr. Paul Merrick, talking about how they literally, this man had reduced his death and serious illness inside of the ICU by 50% compared to everyone else he worked with. And then the hospital came in and took the drugs away that he was allowed to use. And he literally said, I had to stand there and watch my last seven patients with my hands tied behind my back. Mm -hmm. I had to let them die when they could have been saved. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. really powerful. But in that case, they took the doctor out of the equation, a doctor using a drug. And now in this case, you know, it's in, in one way you could say it's the opposite, but it's sort of the same. They are now delivering a drug to the people and they're taking the doctors out of the equation. Don't go to your doctor for it. You can go straight into, you know, your pharmacist and get it there. Is there is there some desire i mean is this is this just moving to like some kiosk where i'm just gonna walk up never have a doctor again and what's my problem here it is they pump a drug out for me are are doctors really even going to be necessary in in this world is what's happening here 
I think they're trying to convince you otherwise, but doctors are critical. It, it, yeah. it, we are necessary. I, I know how challenging medicine can be. We have to put a lot of thought into the decisions we make. And we always have the patient's interest as our primary consideration, not just blind access to a pill. Um, mm. But but you're right. You know The things that you just detailed, uh, Del, those are unprecedented. So in my career, I've never been told I couldn't use a medicine. You know, we used to have as a sort of a safeguard for physician uh, practice and behavior, it's called malpractice. You know, if you mm. did something that was, you know, mm -hmm. unsupported, that was either reckless or, or, you know, offered more risk than benefits. I mean, that was sort of what the guardrails were. I mean, you would be subject to a malpractice suit. But it never went so far that I had to be told what I could and couldn't use, especially one of the safest medicines known to mankind. And so you're right, there's there, that power that they're exerting is is unprecedented and and the extents and, and the lack of limits to it has been really sort of very very traumatizing to observe so the attacks on our licenses what that hospital system did to paul they essentially ended his career wow. and took away everything that he was using to help patients stay alive and recover in the icu i mean paul yep. was traumatized that week he literally felt handcuffed and was watching young people die mm. and he could not use the therapeutics that he knew were effective and you know, it, I have to tell you that kind of real world experience, um, not being able to have access to cheap, safe, available drugs that you know work because there's some regulatory structure that's interfering, putting themselves between you and a patient. We've never had that before. And so, Del, we, we have to fight back. You know, on my organization webinar sick. last night, we had a couple yeah. of um, an advocate and a legislator, and we talked about all the legislation going across the states, you know, serving to correct what you just highlighted, you know, protect the autonomy of doctors, allow access um, to safe, cheap, uh, cheap, safe, repurposed drugs. I mean, I don't know if you know, but in Tennessee, they passed a standing order uh, uh, legislation, very similar to Paxlovid, but for ivermectin. And I have no problem with ivermectin because it's safe and it's been right. done around the world. We have models of entire cities giving this out. And so we know how safe it is and it can work on, on a large scale, but you know what? The federal government wants to go with Paxlovid. It's an, it's an amazing time. Wow. It's almost like opposite world. If they're recommending something, I gotta think twice about it. And it's because as we said, once a liar, always a liar. You have been telling the truth from the beginning as we have on the high wire. Um, FLCCC, great website. And, and there, I mean, where do we go? For those people who are watching this saying, well, how do I get my hands on ivermectin? Is it possible? Is ivermectin available in the United States of America in place? Are the ways to get to it? Yes. Um, so ivermectin, uh, it's a little tricky. The retail pharmacies, they've all been sort of, I think, beaten into submission. The pharmacists are scared. They say silly things like the FDA hasn't approved it. You don't need the FDA to approve it. But retail pharmacies are tricky. I, I, we have found support with compounding pharmacies. So there's still access. I work with a number of them who are super friendly, supportive. They know the evidence, they know the data, and they help us and they help our patients. And so we do have a pharmacy directory on our website. We also have a provider uh, directory okay. you know, to get access to, uh, so you can get physicians who are experts in early treatment. We've had a lot of groups support us because they've used our protocols from early on. They know it works. And we're, you know, again, it's it's a war. You know, you know, this is a war, right? It's a war yeah. of information, and we're just trying to get sound, pragmatic medical advice and access to care and effective, safe drugs uh, to to the average U.S. citizen. So, for the, all these out there, again, flccc.org to get all that information. Find those dot compounding net, pharmacists. Dot. I mean, dot net. Sorry, dot net. Dot net. My bad. Dot <laughs> net. Also, look, if you want to be following all the information that Pierre is sharing out there, you've got to go to his Substack. Uh, an amazing writer, Pierre Corey's Medical Musings. 
Uh, that's where you would have found my op-ed on the insane Paxlovid distribution program. Definitely get this to all your friends and family members. Really important that they know uh, what's going on with Paxlovid because they could just unknowingly walk right into a very bad decision. Uh, many millions of people have done that around the world over the last couple of years. We're trying to stop that, trying to save people's lives. And Pierre, we, we have kind of a bit of an announcement today, right? There's, for us, it's a really big moment. You've been working on a, on a fantastic book. And we have been working to really start helping those voices get out there that we want to support. So we, this is going to be the first book. I Can Press is going to be launching Pierre Corey's book. It's a very exciting moment. Here's the book, The War on Ivermectin, the Medicine that Saved Millions and Could Have Ended the COVID Pandemic. It's not quite out yet. You can pre-order it right now at Amazon.com and other places where you can pre-order but we are really excited about that. We're excited that you took this opportunity that we're going to be working together um, to get your book out there. So important that people not only know the truth, but understand what happened here. We have yeah. got to wake up people to what took place. The, you know, this incredible travesty that is going to cost countless lives, didn't have to. But looking into the future, our knowledge is how we stop this from happening again. So excited about the book. What, you know, what, what, what can we expect from this book? What, what's it really about? Yeah. So, Del, first of all, I, I agree. I'm, I'm very happy about the support and, and uh, your, you know, your ability and willingness to help promote the book because it's, it's, it is key. You know, it, the, the book is somewhat of a narrative. But what happened in my career during COVID is I became an expert at the treatment of the disease. Once Paul Marek and then myself became expert at the role of ivermectin, you know, what I then learned and what I'm now an expert on is what happens when a repurposed drug shows high efficacy in the treatment of a disease. And what happens is the corporate, the industry, the pharmaceutical industry, borrowing from decades of tobacco industry practices, they mm. engage in what's called disinformation campaigns. Wow. And I learn about every facet, every lever, everything that they pull and do in order to suppress evidence of efficacy of a competitor. And remember, mm. I, I don't think there's a time in history that ivermectin has had uh, as one drug like ivermectin has had as many competitors. It threatened the entire vaccine campaign yeah. because you can't have an alternative. You know, all of the other competitors like Paxlovid and Molnupiravir. And so basically, you know, I then became an expert at, at what pharmaceutical disinformation looks like. And, and I use the example of ivermectin. Ivermectin is not the only drug that has been attacked by disinformation. Hydroxychloroquine, that war was fought in 2020. You know, I, I came around during the ivermectin era. Now they do it to fluvoxamine and others. But it, going back to your point, Dell, the book, I believe, is important because peop, I want people to know what they do and how they do it. Yeah. so that you can see it in the future, so we can learn from this. We can pick out those lies that you do so well at identifying, right? And what yeah. using data, using analysis. And, and so I, I want, again, I, I want to, you know, you know, arm people with that ability to protect themselves from lies, because that's Amen. what disinformation is. It's lies, and they hurt people, and people are dying. You know, we know that there is hundreds of thousands of preventable deaths yeah. had truth Good science, evidence-based, uh, you know, data been available and guided, you know, been able to guide physicians and patients, and that's not what happened. And we got to fight back. We can't have this going on. Very good, mm -hmm. very good. The war on ivermectin, uh, and yeah. and now he, when he said you can get it on Amazon, I'm going. 
probably not for very long. Hmm. Amazon is really in the bed <laughs> gotcha. with uh, w- with the farm, the pharmaceutical industry. It, it's been proven. There's other things that have been yanked off of Amazon, but uh, hmm. anyway, w- that's powerful stuff and oh, yeah. g- great information. Uh, and, and sad, hundreds of thousands, just like he said, you know, many lives could have been saved, and only for one reason. And he nails it here. He says ivermectin is a threat for many other drugs. Not, I mean, other drugs like this, this, this new one here, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Plaxo, Paxlovid. Paxlovid. Yeah. Plax. Plaxlovid. Yeah. It's a twist tonger, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but not only that, but the vaccine mm-hmm. and and other drugs that are coming down the pike that they want to use, and for hardly, I mean, minimal amount of money. Yeah. Uh, so look, ladies and gentlemen out there, I would recommend you turn over all the rocks that you can locally to find somebody in your community or nearby, even within you know forty, fifty miles that. You can see or make contact with, even if it's uh, via Zoom or whatever, and get some of these drugs that are offered. Uh, I know of two here in Virginia, and and we, you know, Doctor Fury is one of them that we've used. Right. Uh, also, Doctor uh, Emerson, uh, just up the road here in Maryland, which isn't, and he 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 runs back and forth from okay. from Maryland uh, to Virginia and. Don't forget the FLCCC.net. Yes. He said that there are doctors listed on there and ways that you can get That's in right. touch with doctors there as well. Yeah, and pretty much stay away from your, your traditional pharmacies. You're going to have to go to a compound pharmacy. Right, right. And I'm sure that's what it is. And that, that FLCC is is uh, the COVID critical care. Uh, and I think yes. it's FL is frontline. Frontline, frontline COVID, COVID critical, critical care, care yeah. alliance. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, yeah. So, uh, and the book is being, uh, uh, I guess, sponsored and put out through the ICANN, which is the uh, okay. uh, uh, the Informed uh, Consent Action Network. So, right, right. So, a lot, a lot of good stuff, and we we will make note uh, of those, and hopefully, you know, if, if you've listened to this, replay it, whatever. There's lots of good information here, and mm-hmm. great information to share. So, do that, just that. Share everything you've heard here, and uh, you know, God bless uh, Pierre, Corey, Del Bigtree, and 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 all of those who were involved in that. So, all right, another one uh, in the can, as they say. Ben, we'll uh, we'll, yes. we'll go to the Lord in prayer as we close out. Father in heaven, Lord, we do thank you again for your many blessings on us. We thank you for the opportunity to share truth. And we ask for all of our listeners and uh, those that are within the, the family and friends realms of those listening to be protected and be reached. And may all of us have, have a, a sense of, and a desire of continuing to seek truth and hunger for your righteousness. And, Father, help us, give us the courage to stand when it's not comfortable and speak out for the truth when that's not comfortable, even risking whatever it takes. Uh, We ask for that to be done. Uh, 
we ask for protection and care on all of those around the world, uh, not just to High Wire and, and uh, Pierre Corey. There's many doctors and experts out there that uh, need your protection as they are doing their due diligence and getting this message out to the world. Thank you again for uh, being here with us and allowing us to sort of do your bidding for you. We love you. Thank you again and help us to continue to reach the world with truth. And as we part ways, as always, we pray that every intent of our thought be pure. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.